Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the CGF Sustainability Podcast with me, Louise Chester. In this series, we take a deep dive into all things sustainability, from forced labour to plastic waste and the circular economy, to food waste, forests and so much more. Today, I'm joined by David Brusser, Total Quality and Sustainability Director at Italian manufacturer Illy Cafe. Illy is obviously really well known around the globe, and not only for its delicious tasting coffee, but it's a fascinating brand because it's kept strong traditions and family values at the heart of the company. So without giving too much away, let's jump into the conversation with David. So hello, David. Thank you very much for taking the time to talk to me today. How are you doing? Fine, thanks. It's a very good day. Day and so it's very interesting to speak with you today. Thank you. For Brilliant. <laughs> no worries at all. It's been quite a while that we've been trying to organise this discussion, so I'm really looking forward to it. So, Illy Coffee is such a huge household name. I have some in my kitchen right now, and it's that is the case all over the world. However, I know from my discussions with you that it remains a real family company with a strong tradition and ethical values at its heart and you know you've told me a lot about how sustainability is really ingrained in the ethos of the company so perhaps David then you can tell me a bit more about the company's roots. Yes um, first of all you have to take in consideration that Illy Cafe is a, an Italian family coffee company uh, where we decide to work with only Arabica, 100% of our coffee is Arabica, and we have a unique blend that uh, we are using for all our products. And maybe, uh, as you know, in, an espresso cup of coffee is made by 50 single beans. So our driver at the beginning of our focus is to find the quality of every bean. So working to find the high quality coffee beans, we work directly hand by hand with the coffee growers since the late 18th years. Taking consideration that in 1976, Dr. Ernesto Illy, that at that time was the president, declared during an European brand association meeting that the role of the industrial company in a modern society is primary and essential. But the sole profit isn't enough to justify its actions, which have to be fully integrated with the respect for the human being, the community and environmental. So I think that this is one of the possible sustainability declaration in the years 1976. So when the sustainability world was tied to the beginning. At that time, when we look for the quality, we working together, we find out the coffee and we decide to pay the right coffee for the quality that the product is. So we started to do the first step, sustainability in the economic, due to the fact that we are looking for, for the quality. In fact, currently I am the total quality director and the chief sustainability officer because in our philosophy, quality and sustainability are the two faces of the same coin. And the thickness of this coin for us is the ethics. So in this metaphor, by the way, we are defined the work together with the coffee, coffee, green coffee growers to look for the quality, learn to them how to maintain the quality 
I learned to them how we improve their value. In fact, we developed since 22 years ago, the University of Coffee for Producers, just to help all the community of growers to obtain the best quality, the best sustainability in the yield, but also the best practices, agricultural practices that we define integrated in the in their specific lands. So specifics uh, for Brazil, specific for Central America, specific practice for East Africa, that are the countries where normally we are still buying the coffee. So during this process, we developed a specific uh, protocol that in 2011, we were able to certify like a responsible supply chain process. This certification was moved in 2019 in a new uh, modern way that the name is sustainable procurement process that are formed basis on two ISO norm, 26,000 that is sustainable purchasing and 20,400 that is a sustainable procurement. So in this case, quality, sustainability and the product has been a convenience of them. Moving from the economical sustainability, as a while we recognize that the best economical profit that he proposed to our coffee growers increase the social benefit, the social aspect. And maybe in the early years of 20s, we move also in the environmental sustainability. So sustainability for really is like uh, in the, we say the triple bottom line, economical, social, and environmental. Together and convenient in an holistic and a synergic way in order to guarantee for us the better quality, but also improve the quality of the life of the coffee growers community. In fact, we are also developing during this year, the Illy producer um, circle or Illy producer just to share it, all the best practices, share the best success, and also keep a direct contact between the stakeholder that sees the suppliers of coffee and in. In this system, by the way, also from the consumer point of life, Illy in 2007 decided to declare a priority of its stakeholder. At the top, on an inverse pyramid, we have our consumers. But below, we have our clients. Then there is the talents, so all the employees of Illy and the workers. Then there is the suppliers for the green coffee and for the other packaging material and services. Then there is the community and in the end, the shareholder. This inverse pyramid brings us to guarantee for all this stakeholder change, the shared value that Illy Cafe can bring together with its business. So we say business for sustainability. This is our mantra in order that the business can help to be more sustainable and not instead confuse sustainability to make business that instead is only an opportunistic uh, uh, pattern. 
I see. Wow. Thank you so much for, for sharing that, David. It seems uh, such a holistic approach and very interesting, too, that you are then sharing these these best practices so that others can learn as well. That's so important. Um, so my next question is about Illy having recently become a B Corp certified company. So what does this move mean to Illy? Ever since uh, its foundation, Illy Cafe has uh, pursued a sustainability business model that uh, generates a competitive advantage for the company by combining economic and income-based targets with social and environmental goals. In 2019, Illy strengthened its commitment as a stakeholder company to improve the quality of the life of his stakeholders by adopting the status of a società benefit, that is an Italian uh, juridic state, and included the commitment within its uh, corporate bylaws. By the achievement of B Corp certification, Illy is now officially among the companies committed to the highest standard of social and environmental performance, trans transparency and accountability, operating in a way that uh, optimizes uh, its uh, positive impact on employees, community and the environment. Great, thank you. So perhaps then David, you could tell us a bit more about the challenges that Illy has, has faced on its sustainability journey, because you know we know that it's not always plain sailing for, for companies to, uh, to, to progress on sustainability. So even if we take in consideration that our sustainability framework is the B Corp sustainability framework where every company, like in case Illy, is ranking and monitoring on its value shared to all the stakeholder um, stakeholders that we mentioned before. But by the way, the most challenge and urgent project that, that uh, in the, the middle of 2019, the property announced is that Illy Cafe wants to be carbon neutral by 2030 and be net zero by 2033. And this actions that we are going to put in place uh, fighting the climate change are without using the offsetting programs, but only use the insetting programs. By the way, we analyze our carbon footprint organization, and we realize that more than 60% of our impact is due on the green coffee supply chain production. The direct Emissions of Illy is less than 2%. By the way, the other 30, 33, 37% is due by the operational distribution, packaging, production, and so on. By the way, we analyzed these topics and we uh, realized that on the operation point of view, the solutions that you can find in the market are currently economically unsustainable because the cost of the CO2 avoided for tons of carbon dioxide equivalent or the uh, tons of carbon dioxide, carbon dioxide equivalent stopped 
is a very, very huge economical, taking consideration that if in an offsetting product, you can spend from three to six euros to every ton. But when you're looking for to buy a bioplastic or a green transport, you pay 400, 500 euros for each ton. So economically, it's unsustainable. Mm-hmm. By the way, due to the fact that more than 60% of our hotspot is on the green coffee, and the best process, like efficiency and effectiveness on fighting the climate change is the photosynthesis chlorophylliana. So the metabolization of the, of the herds and the natural. For this reason, we decide to work on the green coffee production put in place some regenerative agriculture practices that now we are measuring because all of these new regenerative practices are not already measured and verify which is the real benefit. Benefit that to take in consideration by the quality of the product, the yield, the convenience, the easily way to guarantee a consistency production. Otherwise, we can create an issue on this topic. And all these uh, practices that we are going to put in place against the climate change, they have to be supported, we call it neighbors, by the social aspect. We can't do nothing in the in climate change condition if we create a social malefice. For this reason, we define that all the practices they are going to put in place has to be from the social aspect and enabled. So what does it mean? That in every practices that we are now put in place and we are going to develop in, in, in the future, we have to take the consideration on the social aspect, like the diversity and the inclusion, the decent work, the, diver- the gender equity, the circular economy, the improve the quality of the life. Otherwise, it's not possible to put in place some practices that has not an holistic and a synergic uh, behavior because environmental, social must be connected together to create uh, a proposal. And this, for our point of view, is the big challenge for the near future because as you know, the fighting against uh, the climate change is very urgently, currently, even if in this mm. current uh, tough situation by the, the current European war or doesn't help uh, about the uh, shortage of uh, resourcing and energies. Absolutely, yeah. Um, okay, so you you mentioned actually carbon neutrality in your answer then, and that's one thing that I wanted to, to dive into with you. So I know that last year, ILI launched its campaign called One Makes a Difference. Um, and that had the, uh, talks, speaks about the, your aim of becoming carbon neutral by 2033. So perhaps you could tell me, David, a bit more about this campaign, if that's okay. Yes. Um, with the, this campaign, one makes uh, the difference. We started to, before at the beginning, internally. So we started to share to all my colleagues all the sustainability actions and benefit and strategics that we are going to put in place. And what we discovered that a lot of our colleagues discovered a lot of things that they create a very powerful idea. 
So we fought. Why we have to maintain this campaign of communication only internally? So we decided to move this campaign also externally. So we decided to do a vertical communication statement. In fact, one makes the difference. We uh, opened not only internally by the company, but also externally. In fact, in uh, our social uh, platforms, in uh, the products like the paper cup uh, or other, the sugar uh, bags and so on, we declared one makes the difference, hashtag, and where we can look for in uh, some bullet points, a lot of our activity on sustainability, how we are going to put in place, which was where the results that, that we did, because we decided to transfer what we are doing and started to, uh, to be more a storytelling behind. Pills for bullet points, not with long uh, histories, but just to create the knowledge, the awareness that the company is still doing a lot of things. Back again, the customer has to know. And by the way, also the last centimeter, the last action of the customer is very, very important because the paper cup that we develop is anyone waste away in a wrong disposal bin, hit he, this last action, destroy all the work, all the effort, all the benefit that we have designed when we develop that product. So everyone has to do the right things at the right moment. And one makes the difference is the uh, communication program that, that is still highlighted. This single action that can be big benefit altogether. Mm, exactly. Yeah, I think that is so important. And it's, it's a really nice angle to the campaign that you made. So um, I wanted to talk to you about collaboration. So that's really sort of at the heart of what we do at the CGF. And I know that it is has been vitally important for Illy as well. So perhaps you could tell me more about why why collaboration has been so important to your success on sustainability so far. Collaboration is uh, fundamentals for three reasons. We've spoken before that the Healy company is a stakeholder company. Everyone has an interest as an aim that can receive by the other part. And the change, like a change, every ring, it's important to maintain the change, a unique change. By this way, collaboration between our customers, final customers on client that has to decide to buy our products, to understand our product, to increase the knowledge, how to manage how to work with the, our products and services. It's important. By the way, we need to know which are the current need of our customer in order that we can put in place our design uh, uh, powerful in order to satisfy their needs. So it's a bionivica effort between the client and client. The same things if we are speaking about the inbound process. We have to know which is the current supply chain interest, supply chain issues, supply chain benefit. And we are working together with the suppliers of the green beans, or but also the packaging material, services, energies, and so on 
in order to create a win-win situation. But by the way, on the sustainability matter, we have created a win-win-win situation. Win for the company, win from the, uh, for the supplier, and win from the customer. If we are able to put in place these three collaboration aspects, the triple win could be the real successful formula for the future. Wonderful. That's great to hear. And so I wanted to end the podcast on a more personal note and ask you what are your personal hopes for our industry and the, the planet for this, this next decade ahead, which is, of course, a very crucial one. My personal hopes uh, on the consumer good industry purpose is, uh, I mentioned it before, the solutions that are currently on the market to buy a sustainable, a more sustainable service or a more sustainable product. Currently, the price that uh, the suppliers or uh, uh, companies or uh, um, communities are promoting are too higher. So uh, like Ely, doesn't change the final price due to the fact that we have developed a more sustainable product because it's a, a part of the strategic of the company. We can ask to the suppliers, to the customer, in, in this case, to the industrial company, they don't pay all the big, uh, uh, obviously they have to pay more for the more sustainable product but has to be in equilibrium with the real benefit that these new solutions, more sustainable from the environmental or social aspect as behind. Because otherwise the companies that still promoted this new product ask a huge difference, differential in the price. Again, the customer is not able to support this extra effort. And maybe the, the market doesn't start because if you want to have a very successful, sustainable product selling, you have to create the win-win-win situation. And currently, I look for a lot of, of some uh, uh, products like uh, bioplastics, biofuels, uh, green transport, uh, a, a green uh, uh, concept by services. By the way, the real final price is too higher of a sustainability matter. By the way, some company decide however to buy, but only for a certain little percent. And the storytelling instead sometimes speaking that you are doing for big, huge effort. By the way, in our, my opinion, we have to be more sustainable in a very more sustainable price in order to create a cool, a, 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 a clear and transparent market value sharing. And in this case, you started to a virtuous cycle that may be one by one, all this new green economy starting in the properly way. And this is what I hope in that uh, the company that still promoting new sustainable products still remain in the market price, not out of market in order to want to, uh, to earn too much money in very short time. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's also such an important point for consumers, too, because we have to incentivize consumers to keep uh, wanting, you know, to move in the direction of buying more sustainable products. And not everybody has, 
you know, the, the money to be paying an excessive amount. Um, so yes, thank you for that point. I, I totally agree. So my final question for you, David, is could you share any ways in which you perhaps personally have, have made an effort in these recent years to live more sustainably? Now, in my personal life or, or like a company, my company? No, your personal life. Personal life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have uh, not a magic formula, but uh, first thing is no waste. So try to, when you're going to buy something, when you're going to use something, try to buy for your use in order to avoid to waste any material. This is a very key point in order to don't uh, uh, create any um, uh, bad effect on the producing, but also on the disposal method. The second step is uh, in the durable products, try to use the product within it works. And if it's possible, repair it if it will be broken. Don't change immediately when something is wrong. Try to verify the repairable of it. And then if you are, when you are not more interested to use, give this your good to other person in order to give a second life or your good or your home appliances and, and so on. Both from the coats, both from the durables, but for everything. Otherwise, the thing that you can create a second life is a very good opportunity to, to reduce the impact. Last but not least is less is more. In this period, maybe less things, less uh, more interest things could be more interesting for, for the people instead to create, again, a certain of a creation of a huge uh, uh, consumption of resourcing of material that create again more waste. So in my opinion, you have to do uh, like, uh, not in a, a very uh, specific way, but try to live in line with your life in order to uh, optimize and also evaluate the real benefit that every good of every services can bring to you. Great. Wise words to finish on there. Thank you so much. Um, well, it's been a pleasure to chat to you. I have thoroughly enjoyed learning more about Illy um, and also hearing about, about your vision on the pathway towards a, a greener economy, um, how we can all collectively rise to this, the, the challenges that we have, have ahead. So thank you very much, David. Hi, Louise. Thank you very much for you. And uh... Hope to hear you sooner. If you would like to find out more about the Consumer Goods Forum and our work on sustainability, you can visit our website at www.theconsumergoodsforum.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please do subscribe to the podcast for more episodes coming very soon. Thank you and bye for now.